Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. And on Tuesday, August 15th, we had Jolie Fisher, we had Doug Buden, and we had Shane Dougmore. No, Liss. Liss. Douglas. Shane Douglas. Okay, so Jolie Fisher started off by explaining the writer slash actor strike to us. And Jeff specifically requested that she do this for his listeners and break it down as if she's talking to a first grader. Guys, don't take it personally, okay? He's just so extra sassy because things are spiraling a bit, as we know. We know. I mean, he called a listener an idiot in a DM. Like, that's such an awful word. Who comes back at a listener calling them an idiot? Like, only a... Da, 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 would do that. You know, I don't like that word personally because it's uh, so like it sounds like um pinky in the brain, like all evil, like idiot, you idiot. I don't, it just like rolls off the tongue so harshly. Idiot. Um, also, I really did appreciate the first grade level breakdown of what's going on with the strike because <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, so we learned that it pretty much boils down to corporations and vertical buildings. There's a lot of those, a lot of those. I don't, it was like corporate greed, vertical integration. I don't know. Basically, Jeff says, so it's about the money. And Jolie's like, yeah, yeah, it's about the money. It's about the money, honey. It's always about the money. So bottom line is things aren't good. <laughs> we learn things aren't good in Hollywood. And, ooh, that rhymes. Things aren't good in Hollywood. Is that a hit show yet? Not so good in Hollywood. I like that for a show title. Not so good in Hollywood. Okay, so um, apparently a studio executive allegedly was overheard saying that they're waiting for actors to bleed out and lose their houses and become so desperate that they just have to strike a deal without getting really what they want. Um, except, did we forget that that means Jeff Lewis would be getting what he wants because let us not forget that was Jeff's dream. That was Jeff's dream. As in, he mentioned previously how the strike could positively impact the real estate market and therefore his business. You know, you got to reframe, look at the bright side. No, no, I support the actors and writers. But Jeff then, throughout the entire show, he kept trying to accuse Doug Buden of breaking SAG rules and promoting shows from his past life, but he even wanted to report Jamie Kennedy, Jamie Kennedy, for some sanctions. Yet Jeff is the one talking the most shit and promoting not only Doug or Jamie's work, but truly any actor or writer that's been on since the strike. So I'm just saying Jeff is really the one that should have the sanctions against him. And I'm still not convinced that he isn't in cahoots with the the Warner Brothers Studios, whatever studios, because again, this benefits his real estate business, all of that shit. So um, yeah, I think maybe, Maybe, maybe Jeff should send some flowers to the picket line. 
instead of Kyle Richard's house. I think Kyle can get enough flowers. And if anyone's going to send them to her, let it be her girlfriend, Morgan. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, all alleged. Sure. Yeah. All alleged. Um, But yeah, Jeff, the record will prove that you're really the one that deserves the sanctions. Okay. Moving on to more people that have gotten sanctions. <laughs> Brandy and Julie's firing. Now, Jeff says that he explained the situation very clearly yesterday from a factual standpoint. He told he broke it down for us. Like, how did people not get it? I mean, yeah, no, Jeff, you did. You said everything except straight up the fact that they were officially fired from the after show and the flipping out rerun show and that it's not even an option to have them back as hosts of those shows. In fact, they might not even ever be let back in the SiriusXM building. Ever again, potentially, allegedly. No, 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 that'll never happen. But uh, it might, Jim Thompson might have a dartboard with a few new pictures on it. <laughs> finally, finally took down the one of Jeff, and now he put up two new ones. Maybe, I don't know. But I just wish that they could have gotten the girls on to explain their side before getting the boot. Like, I, I just wish that they could have worked on Monday, at least. Monday was their last day to pack up their cubbies and get their Ozempic out of the fridge. Oh, no, wait, that was Jeff that did that. I can't, I'll never get over fucking Ozempic in a work fridge. No, and I'm sure that Julie and Brandy, they'll be on some podcast or their own platform. That would be great ratings. That would be the smart move. Tell it on their Patreon to scrounge up some more listeners honestly that's the biggest thing it's like i get that julian brandy ended up doing a show that they weren't in love with but just the fact alone that you had a built-in audience and like yeah julian brandy are successful in their own right and they have their own audience and all that but now you have an entire built-in audience at your fingertips and again even if you do the show that you don't love and take more calls and less guests just for a while just to build up a little bit and then see where you could have grown like I'm just so confused what the fuck happened and I get Jeff's gonna be like I told you what happened no I mean like what I need the actual details I want to know what Julian Brandy actually said and like what kind of diva-ish behavior could have made them lose an after show how to lose an after show in 40 days and 40 nights like it's it's crazy to me because I'm agreeing with Jeff. Like, I thought they were going to be so successful. That's why I was so verklempt when they first got their after show. I'm like, shit, they're going to do amazing and take away my audience. But no, I still have at least 25 of you out there. <laughs> and I fucking love each one of you. Um, but also what worries me is, do you guys remember the parking incident of 2023 when Julie and Brandy couldn't find parking at Doug Buden's house or Megan's at somebody's house. And it was a Trump event cooking kibitz, I think. And Julian Brandy ended up leaving and not showing up at all and not even like texting anyone till way later. And it was all just a little sketch and whatever that incident alone that took months to resolve like I remember they went on juicy scoop they were talking about that shit and yeah that took a took a while for them to get over and that was not parking at a for at a friend's house and not going to dinner that night now now cut to August 15th 2023 and Julie and Brandy and Jeff 
are, went into business together and now the show doesn't exist. Like, it's not like that night got canceled for them. It's like now an entire show, two shows got canceled for them. So, and look, I agree with Jeff, like whatever, clearly whatever went down to make Jim so mad to, for them to like make demands about Alyssa, your producer, again, you're just lucky to have this platform. Even if you are successful in your own right, again, you are getting an entirely new audience at your fingertips. Like be grateful. Trust me. So yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, but there must have been some like real true diva moments to make this all go down the way it did. So again, I just want to hear all sides of the story and I wish it all could have gone down on JLL, but we can only dream, right? We can only motherfucking dream. So Jeff dreams, still has dreams for his after show and he plans to build the light, happy, positive after show that Sirius XM invested in in the first place even though it kind of sounds like SiriusXM has plenty of cash to toss around, upgrading their office water cooler to a whole new bevy machine, a, be- a fucking bevy machine. How hipster. Um, I don't trust that shit, though. I'm just... <laughs> Jeff's like, I need positivity. And I'm like, yeah, fuck your bevy machine. No, for real, those pipes aren't getting cleaned, okay? I bet there's plenty of people in that office that aren't getting their pipes cleaned, but I believe the bevy machine is going to be the worst culprit of all. It's just like beers on tap. You think it's cute and like, oh, I'm so, look at me, a little simple girl. I just want a beer on tap. And then it's like, oh, plus 12,000 types of bacteria because we last cleaned those taps in 1947. 1947, back before Jeff Lewis had any after shows at all. Okay, so um, my favorite part about Jeff talking about Julian Brandy was the fact that Jolie Fisher. <laughs> oh, my God. Welcome to fuck 1947. Welcome to 2023, where as somebody's talking about somebody else, you're insta stalking them right away. So Jolie was looking up Brandy and Julie because she didn't even know what they looked like. I'm like, damn, talk about shade. No, no. I know that Jolie Fisher has a ton going on. She's all in the sag after of I'd rather her focus on that. But um, that's what I'm saying, Brandy and Julie. Like, you still haven't even tapped into Jolie Fisher in the JLL market. Like, you could have grabbed her as a fan onto your other platforms. And all right, we don't need to get into it. They all know. They all know. And yeah, so for replacing Brandy and Julie, Jeff is testing out a bunch of hosts next week, including a slew of regular chumps in that lineup. And he was asking for suggestions. So I'm going to say... I think that Monica Casey and Megan Weaver together, that would be hilarious. Sorry, Doug. Sorry, not to take another drop away from you. You'll, you'll do great. And you should have a different show on the Jeff Lewis channel. Like, um, down with Doug, down with Doug. And you can have different people on to go down on you. Uh, Oh my God. Wait, no, down with you. They go down with you into serious conversations. Deep, deep down. Okay, so um, I also wish that Jeff was friends with Justin Martindale. Just talk about Heather McDonald. He's on Juicy Scoop all the time and also does show live shows with Heather. But he would be so perfect as an after show host, even with Monica. Monica and Justin, ugh, that's my second vote. Okay. Um, now, Cookin' Kibitz this week is making... <laughs> 
fall to your knees, mac and cheese. Oh, please grab the Febreze because there's going to be farts, farts, better not sneeze. Ew, I don't know. Okay, seven cheeses. There's going to be seven different kind of cheeses in Corny Wilson's epic, legendary fall to your knees mac and cheese. Okay, I'm just saying, have a medic on standby. Seven different kinds of cheeses? Um, yeah, you're gonna fall to your knees, all right? What the, fall to your knees from a heart attack? Yikes, what? Okay, also not to, like, be the fuddy-duddy of the group. Oh my god, I finally found a way to use that word. I was saying I need to bring back fuddy-duddy, and that's exactly what I'm about to be. When, that's just when you, like, kill all the fun. So, cheese is fun, right? Everybody loves cheese. It's a great time. No, it's not. No, it's a, we all know later it's not a great time for the bathroom, the toilet, septic system. Talk about those pipes getting cleaned. I don't know what will need to be cleaned more, your bevy machine or your toilet after I'll fall to your knees, seven mac and cheese. But cheese actually has a flavonoid in it that has been scientifically proven addictive. So you are actually addicted to cheese on some different level. Like that's why some people like are severely obsessed with cheese. I, when I was younger, I used to sit in front of the fridge with the shredded cheese bag and go to fucking town like a savage and crumbs galore all over the place. And I I was just like bathing in cheese shreds and it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. Okay. But then I did not want to be an addict and I did not want to be addicted. So now I'm just like Kian and I'm dairy free. We'll talk about that in a minute, but yeah. So I'm just saying that it sounds like after Thursday night, we'll know a few chumps that need to go to Cheeseaholics Anonymous. And you know what? There's so many cheesy people in Hollywood. Those meeting rooms would be filled in no time. Okay. Moving on in JLL, Doug got a pro breeze mattress and he has officially turned into a cat. He took three naps on Saturday whilst no longer tossing and turning. And it just made me think, I want to start swaddling myself. I keep saying that and then I don't. And I think I'm going to try it tonight. So stay tuned for that update. All right. Then we talk about Gus. What the fuck? Okay. So Gus is Jeff's new employee who already started, I guess, apparently, apparently. See, Jeff makes big announcements like how he's going to hire his old pal Gus, Gus Gus, a former worker from back in the day. Yet we never got an update that he actually fucking started. So don't blame us, Jeff, for needing to learn at a first grade pace when you're the one that walks us down one path and then you switch to a whole new fucking forest, a whole new fucking forest, okay? Anyways, Gus has been a hit. He's been a hit around the office. He's making dairy-free enchiladas for everyone, which again, because Kian is dairy-free, Doug was devastated that he can't eat the seven degrees mac and cheese. Uh, Somebody call the doctor, please. I don't know. I think Kian's better off. But I did want to say, okay, for a vegan pasta dish, I'm not going to call it mac and cheese and put disgrace on that name because I just because I don't eat it doesn't mean I don't remember how many amazing fucking times we had. What are you, are you joking me? Me and cheese were in such a long term, it's complicated relationship. And now that I find finally feel like I'm in a healthy place away from it, I can still acknowledge that we had great times. So 
for a vegan pasta dish, all you have to do, boil the pasta, strain the water, pour some olive oil in it, and then put hummus. Hummus is such a good pasta season. It's like adds like a creamy kind of texture to it. So flavorful. And then use like some, I love mushroom unagi seasonings Um, or I don't know, like liquid aminos, soy sauce, any like salt, even just salt, whatever, just uh, play around with it. But I'm telling you, adding hummus to pasta, fucking perfect. Mwah. Now, maybe Aurora should make the hummus pasta instead of raiding the fridge as she has been because Jeff's housekeeper Aurora ended up eating (laughs) three expired yogurts in a row in the same day in one sitting and she got sick, sick as a dog. And Jolie is instantly like, Jeff, you you must have tried to poison her, right? Um, no, 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 Jolie. Don't get it twisted. Do not get it twisted. Aurora was trying to poison herself. She, <laughs> she knew what she was doing. She Jeff was like, I always tell them, check if it's expired. She did check if it was expired. She was so happy to learn that it was expired. And she was like, yo, I'm not even going to eat one of these. I'm eating three of these just to make sure I get fucking sick so that I can have one goddamn day off. Because if I ask ahead of time, even if it's a week and a half, I'm still scared that Jeff is going to have that devil look in his eyes and... And what? No, he doesn't do that. I don't know. Julie and Brandy, they've never seen that, I'm sure. (laughs) Actually, it sounds like Julie and Brandy were the ones with the devil look in their eyes. Again, I cannot fucking wait to hear their side. And Jeff, that's not to say that I don't support. Like, we get it all. We get it all. But again, we all just want to hear the full stories of everything. Okay, so um, my whole question with Aurora is like, not only how do you eat three yogurts in a row once that's crazy but like how do you eat three yogurts in a row that are all expired without tasting that they're expired like by bite number one aren't you like huh this is a bit off this is a bit chunkier than normal and then by yogurt number two you're like Okay, this one is a little cottage cheesy as well. And then what? By the third, you're just enjoying the moldy yogurt? She, again, that's what I'm saying. She enjoyed this whole process from the taste to the after effects with her getting a day off. And yeah, her lovely boss, Jeff, texted her saying, <laughs> saying uh, yeah, being sick isn't an excuse. Like you are an actual dumpster diving raccoon that eats anything and I can't take it anymore. So if that's how you're going to be, you still have to show up even if you're sick and just be a rabid raccoon. I don't know. I don't know. But she doesn't have to look like a raccoon as long as she uses Jolie Fisher's skincare. Who does? Because everyone has a skin. Why don't we have skincare lines by the masses? Jeff is over there. You get a show. You get a show. You get a show. And all these celebrities are looking at us consumers and they're like, you get a new skincare line. You get a new skincare line. You, you all get new skincare lines to buy into that... I mean, if one of them worked, then you wouldn't need all the others, right? So yay for capitalism. Um, So we learned that Connie Stevens, Jolie's mom, had a very successful skincare brand. Was she Conair or just Connie? Because like Conair was an iconic brand and that did really well. But they talked about how... Um, Connie Stevens, she had infomercials and all the, it was very successful. And I was like, oh, so 
Jolie Fisher is a Nepo baby. That's cute. That's cute. I didn't know that. Um, But Jolie and her sister ended up rebranding her mom's skincare and turned it into Fisher Stevens Beauty. Huh. A a beauty brand with fish in the title. Fish. Fisher. Fisher. Steve. Fish. On my face. Fish face. Fish face Stevens. Okay, that's a choice. That's a choice. See, this is where Jeff would be like, you got to be positive and like, you got to promote, promote my guests and be positive about it. But like, you also have to allow people to be a little sassy and be like, fish on my face. Is that what I'm... (laughs) signing up for honestly i'd rather f stevens f f stevens as the brand name because then it's like fuck stevens but it's not it's f stevens i don't know f serious xm if you're julian brandy that's what they're saying (laughs) oh my gosh that's enough sass for today we will be back tomorrow with another recap i love you guys all so fucking much have the best day ever love you bye splash 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 I should say, I should say.